Welcome back to another episode of Giving Grace. I'm your host, Alexandra Hansen, and I am so excited about this episode this week. See, I have a log of episodes that I want to do, potential guests that I want to have on. I know I haven't had guests on in a while, and it's just because I've just been doodle-bopping on my own. I've been a little bit busy, but I do have some guests scheduled to come up in the coming months. But anyways, I have episodes that I want to do, but this one came out of nowhere. I was doing dishes and I was like, this is important and this needs to take precedence now because I feel as though the topics I'm going to cover going forward are not going to be nearly as helpful or insightful or maybe connect with you as much if we don't talk about this. And today's episode is about misplaced guilt. And I would venture to guess a lot of us carry a lot of misplaced guilt in our backpack. So that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, one of the things I want to say as a small little side tangent, thank you all for the messages about my traveling episode. I know it's a little bit different than my usual content, but it's something I'm really passionate about. So you guys will be getting a bonus episode this week, I think dropping Friday. It's going to be a short episode just about budgeting tips, um, different tools I use when I travel, different websites I use when I travel, things like that, uh, traveling on a budget. Just so um, to answer some of the questions that I had that came in from that episode, I'm doing making its own bonus episode because it's not really what my podcast is necessarily about, but I also want to be able to help you and answer these questions. Anytime I feel like you guys um, ask me questions whether it be about my personal life or um, about my interest or things that are outside of maybe um, the growth podcast, I will try to make a little bonus episode for you guys so that you, for those of you that are interested in those things, I would love to talk to you about it, but not make a whole episode for Mondays about it. So without going on too, of a tan- too much of a tangent, thank you so much for spending your Monday morning with me. And here's just my prayer for you for a Monday is that you have a week that is as amazing as you, as full of positivity, abundance, and opportunity in whatever endeavors you want to go into in life. So without further ado, let's talk about misplaced guilt. So uh, I'd say like six, eight, maybe nine months ago, I started, um, so for a few years, I've been working on my growth as a human and just trying to understand my emotions, my childhood, things like that. And I have stayed quiet for a very, very, very long time about my childhood. Now, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to broadcast my childhood and I don't want a pity party. But what I have started doing in the last six, eight, nine months is speaking my truth and sharing on my personal Facebook post uh, things that are important to me, things I think people need to hear. And which is interesting because there's two people in life uh, when I share something. For those of you that know me personally and are on my personal Facebook page, you know what I'm talking about. You know, they are paragraphs long and they are from the soul. And I definitely believe they're from the Holy Spirit because when I write those, it's I'm in a totally different mindset and it's almost like an urgency. I need to get it out. And uh, I have two types of people, the people that either they're like, oh, she's looking for pity, likes, comments, shares. And then there's the people that say, wow, I feel really seen. I feel heard. I connect with this. And thank you so much. And, you know, I don't really care about the people that think it's a pity party. What I care about is that this message is a, my message. Whatever messages I have to share are helping other people not feel so alone in the world. And I want them to feel empowered to take control of their life. 
So a few months ago on my personal Facebook page, I did share um, a post that I called the House of Horrors. And it was just um, basically a post about my childhood home um, and just like basically not a great environment. It was called the House of Horrors for a reason. And um, I had an individual, actually I've had several individuals reach out to me, mostly right when I posted that post. But I had someone reach out to me a couple of days ago and they texted me. They didn't call me and they, they texted me and they sent me this long text message. And at the time, uh, she was an adult in my life. Um, I was friends with her daughter. And so she was around quite a bit, not so much into my high school years, but mostly into my middle school and like the early part of my high school. And this text message that she sent me, basically she was apologizing for not having seen the signs or for not having seen the mistreatment and the abuse in the household. And just the profound apology and guilt. And it just, I was gobsmacked. Because it was not her job to save me. It was not her job to take me away from that house or to take me away from my biological mother. Now, 12 years, 13 years after the fact, I can tell you what her role was in my life. And that's a beautiful thing about life. We may not understand something in the moment, but in a few years, months, weeks, days, whatever it looks like, and we we look back on whatever situation we're in, God, it is just such a beautiful thing to look at this tapestry of life and understand how beautifully things are woven together and never ever for a second have I ever thought or held any animosity against this individual for not having stepped up to the plate because I know without a doubt she did not know what was going on. Now, there were a lot of adults that did know what was going on in my home, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking specifically about her. This wonderful, beautiful person that has been carrying this guilt for almost six, six or so months and is just now reaching out to me. And I was gobsmacked because there, there, this is a misplaced guilt. There, there's no reason for her to be feeling this way or to be carrying this in her heart or her soul or her mind or even giving it energy. And it just made me think, um, I'll put a side note on this. She played a very, very profound, um, she had a very profound impact in my life when I was in middle school and early high school. She and her family are the ones that took me to church with their daughter. They are the ones that instilled the foundation of Christ in me. They're the ones that showed me what a healthy, functioning, Christ-filled home looked like. And that has stuck with me for years. It is what has built my foundation as an adult for what it means to be a Christian. In life, we cannot go into people's situations and try to be the savior. Sometimes it is just our job to be the light in the darkness for others. That's all. Just to be ourselves in someone else's life. It is not our job to go in and save people, okay? Sometimes it is. If you see abuse, 
get involved and do something about it. But this was not her role in my life at that time. And, and there's a reason I firmly believe why she was, she didn't know about what was going on because that wasn't her role. It wasn't her role. And I know that. I could have told you that then probably. That wasn't her role. But for sure now I can tell you it wasn't her role. So it got me thinking, how many of us are carrying around misplaced guilt over situations, conversations, things that we witnessed that isn't necessary? And so, you know, how long do we hold on to things? Days? Weeks? Months? Years? Do we know why we feel guilty? What did we do? You know, I, I try to think of as someone who oftentimes feels guilty a lot and puts uh, other people's rocks in my backpack, so to speak, my metaphorical backpack. I put other people's situations, problems, guilts in my backpack. Sometimes I need to remind myself, like, what actually happened? What was my part in it? You know, um, have these people stayed in my life? Do we know if they feel the same way? Do, do they think that I'm guilty? You know, sometimes we just carry this guilt that is unearned, undeserved. Um, and it's, it, it's just crazy. And so why is it so hard for us to let go of these feelings of guilt? So I think this is a really interesting point or a, a good part to say this, okay? I had someone reach out and they're like, what gives you the credentials to talk about this stuff? I am going to say before we go into the rest of this, I am not a therapist. I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a counselor. I am not um, anything like that. I am not a life coach. None of that. I am just a little human with a podcast living this thing called life. And I'm just sharing what I've learned from my experiences and from the people who have invested into me over the years. This is also years of reading, working on myself and gathering information so I can navigate life a little bit better. I have zero credentials other than I am just a human. Okay, so I just want to put that out there. So something I want you guys to understand is guilt and shame and the, different the difference between the two because I am not going to talk about shame today. Shame is not uh, something that I want to get into. So here's the difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is a feeling that you feel privately Shame is oftentimes when something happens in public and usually it's something that's not good with our character or something of that nature. Um, honestly, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion, is I think shame is really from the ego, truthfully. Shame, I, when I think about shame, I think about like a toddler and them acting out or doing something that is out of character or that they shouldn't have done. And then getting that like hot feeling in the face. You know what I'm talking about? Like that's shame. Because you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, that was silly. And like getting that, that hot cheek feeling. That's shame. It's because you were caught. It was because you were doing something that just was silly. And that's just our ego telling us that we need to feel bad about it. Okay? That's shame. Guilt is something that we ponder in quiet. And it's something usually privately that we are dealing with um, or that we take away from a conversation or a situation that we stew on and it grows into this thing. Guilt is what I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about shame. So 
let's talk about guilt a little bit. So guilt is kind of a very interesting little character that plays a role in our life. So um, for me personally, guilt was rooted in my childhood. For some of you, it may be rooted from um, a past romantic relationship, a past friendship that made you feel this way. Um, but for me, it's rooted in my childhood and it's something I've dealt with, I continue to deal with. And, and, and that's what makes us humans is we're growing and always evolving. So were you made to feel like the scapegoat or the fall boy in a situation? Was it your role to carry the emotional weight of someone else's mistakes? I remember vividly when I was a, a teenager. So I'm the youngest of two sisters. We're each seven years apart. My oldest sister's 14 years older than me. And I remember my biological mother getting so irate and so angry at me and for something not even related to this, but somehow she tied it back to her being a teen mom. And she blamed her teen pregnancy on me. Mind you, I did not come along for 14 more years. But because the dysfunction was so prevalent in my family, I believed that. And I carried the guilt of my mom being a teen mom. And I wasn't even her teen child. That is how dysfunctional and delusional um, unhealthy relationships can be. So I'm going to reiterate that. Were you made to feel like the scapegoat or fall boy for situations? Now, any logical person when they hear that is going to say, um, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Okay, so that's the same for your guilt in most situations. I would venture to say 90 to 95% of the situations where you feel guilty, people are going to tell you you're delusional for feeling guilty about something because they're able to look at it from an unbiased situation usually. So is it your role to carry the emotional weight of someone else's mistakes? No. It is no longer your job to carry that. It is no longer your job to put someone else's rocks in your backpack. You need to make a conscious effort to stop making yourself the scapegoat for others' situations or events. This is not your purpose, my sweet friends. Your purpose is not to carry other people's rocks in your backpack. It is not your purpose to carry someone else's guilt in your backpack or somehow delusionally make yourself feel as though you are a problem, a mistake, or um, you're bad or you're evil in every situation. Oh, that is just not healthy. This is not your purpose in life. You are called to be something greater and higher in life, okay? If every time you walked into a room and you were putting the weight of the situation into your metaphorical backpack, whew, man. That's a lot to carry. No wonder you're anxious, depressed, stressed, overwhelmed. You are not responsible for the world, my sweet friend. You are responsible for you. And you need to start viewing the world around you in that way. One of the things, and I'll touch on this in, in, in an episode I'm going to do in a couple of weeks as well, but sometimes I have to consciously remind myself that we are all individually living our own lives separate from ourselves. So I have to think when I'm in a situation and I feel like I might be taking on unnecessarily or undeserved guilt is I have to think about each person in the room. They're on their own journey. Each person in this room is on their own journey. We each have our own purpose, our own destiny in life. Is this guilt misplaced? Is this emotion for me? Is this something I'm supposed to be carrying? No. Then let it go. Let it go. Okay, your existence is not to exist for everybody else. It is not your job 
to exist and sort through everybody else's emotions and feelings. It's not your job to take that on. So stop doing it. You are in your own journey, sweet friend. Only handle what is in your journey because there's already a lot to carry, okay? That's already a lot to sort out. Quit putting extra duties and not getting paid for it, okay? Because I guarantee you they're not asking you to put their, their rocks in your backpack. And if they are, you should not be friends with them. You should not have a relationship with them. Those are not your people. Which is a whole other discussion. So say you actually said or did something wrong. Okay? We all do it. We're human, okay? Address it. And then what do we do? We bless and release it, okay? Address it. It is no longer serving you. Do the apology. Send the text message. Make the phone call. Write the letter. Do whatever it is to make it right. If you, in fact, did do something wrong, that's a key thing here. Identify if you actually did something wrong. And be truly honest with yourself. If you didn't, take no action and move on with your life. If you did do something wrong, which we all have, I can think of one, one particular thing in my, in my life that I didn't do great um, that has stuck with me for a few months that I probably need to deal with. And was I in the wrong? Absolutely. Why? Because we're human and I make mistakes. You know, it, it just is the way it is. So say you did something wrong. Make the necess- take the necessary actions to deal with it. Like I said, write the text, write the letter, make the phone call, do what you need. Okay, and then release it. What do we do in this circle of trust in the Giving Grace podcast? We bless and release, okay? It's no longer serving you. It is no longer growing you. The positive to guilt is that it can oftentimes identify something that needs to be addressed, okay? Guilt has its place at the table, okay? It's sometimes it can poke and be like, hey, maybe we should, you know, address this and move on from it and grow from it. Our jobs as humans is to grow and evolve. How do you grow when you have the feeling guilt? Misplaced and forgiving guilt that weighs 1,000 pounds and holding you down. Our jobs as humans is to grow. So how do you grow when you have the feeling of guilt? Guilt can weigh a thousand pounds and is holding you down, okay? Guilt is such a heavy feeling. So we need to learn to bless and release so we can walk consciously and presently into the future. So we will no longer be carrying the past version of ourselves into the future. We repeat that again. So we no longer will be carrying the past version of ourselves into the future. If we're still feeling guilty about the thing we did and we've already addressed it and we're feeling guilty about it, you are living in the old version of yourself. So how do we let go of guilt? By growing, being conscious of the situation, giving ourselves grace, and understanding the past version of ourselves don't have space in our present or our future. So what? You made a mistake. We all do. What are you going to do? Walk around feeling guilty all the time and feeling guilty for things you didn't do and putting other people's rocks in your backpack? That isn't what we're meant for. That isn't what we're called to do. We are meant to grow. So stop allowing the past to live in the future. Otherwise, you will start doing things worth being guilty over, like wasting energy and space on emotions that no longer serve you. Now that's a waste. That is something to feel guilty about. If you are wasting time, energy, resources, feeling guilty, oh, that's, you should feel guilty about that. You should feel guilty about wasting time on not growing. 
You're going to make mistakes. You're a human. We make mistakes, all of us. So why are you not allowing yourself to let it go? A lot of times it is rooted in us having low self-worth or low self-esteem in this area. You, my sweet friend, are worth more. Guilt shows low self-esteem in some regards, and that's okay because we can address it now and go forward. By not letting go of guilt that is unearned or guilt where you've apologized, you made the necessary steps, it's as though as you are not worth being forgiven. You aren't forgiving yourself. And others may have already forgiven you years, months, days, weeks ago. So why have you made this self-made emotional prison to live in, this place of guilt? Why are you not worth a positive life experience? Why are you giving yourself a life sentence of guilt? By living in this guilt, you are limiting your own growth potential. Guilt is such a heavy emotion and mindset that it doesn't allow great things to sit at the table of opportunity. Okay, so stay with me here because I know it's going to get a little weird. But this is the picture I want to paint for you, verbally anyways. When I think of misplaced or unforgiven, like self-guilt or guilt in general, I think, now envision with me, I know it's going to get weird for a second, but envision with me. I think of like a morbidly obese, gross, slimy monster. You know what I think about? I think about the Mucinex spokesperson. You know that slimy, green, like heavy set, I don't know if it's like a mucus ball, whatever it is. I think of him. I think about that big green heavyset guy. And I think of my soul and my mind as this big, beautiful wooden table. And it's a table of opportunity where ideas and goodness come to live and prosper. Like that's my soul, my soul and my mind. I think this beautiful table of opportunity, this beautifully ornate, decorated table where good things come. Then we have this big, obese, mucinex guy of guilt come and sit, at, sit in all the chairs at my table of opportunity. My table of opportunity is where goodness, exciting ideas, happiness come to sit. And when this big, obese monster of guilt comes to sit, he sits in all, all the chairs leaving no space for forgiveness, goodness, leaving no space for exciting ideas, giving, leaving no space for happiness to sit and be a part of the conversation. So we need to learn to bless and release our guilt. We need to learn to starve our obesity and need for guilt. Take accountability when necessary and let it go. Guilt can be a good thing if we have this very brief relationship with it. So I think it's a lot easier to let guilt get a hold of us than to have this brief relationship with guilt. Guilt is just a tap on the shoulder and a nudge in the right direction of where to grow. And oftentimes, if we have low self-esteem or we don't think very highly of ourselves, we sit and have a picnic with guilt. Heck, we might even build a home with guilt. We let him break our table of opportunity and happiness in our souls and minds. We can't do that. We have to have a very brief relationship with guilt so it can guide us in the direction of growth, so it can guide us into the people we are destined to be. We starve the obesity and need for guilt so that we can be who you're destined to be in life. 
guilt can have a place at our table of opportunity and we can let him have input when we need to be a little more self-aware in life or when we need to be more aware of other people's opinions, ideas, and feelings. But we cannot continue to feed him and allow him to dictate our lives. So as so if you are struggling with guilt right now, I really need you to identify, is it misplaced or do we need to deal with it? If it's misplaced, let it go. You're worth more. The person you're destined to be is worth more. Happiness wants to come and sit at the table, sweet friend, and it cannot if you're allowing your obese friend of guilt sit at that table of opportunity and goodness. If that guilt is not misplaced, you know the right actions. Apologize. Bless and release. Now, what I will say about apologizing, it is if another person doesn't forgive you, that's not your problem and that is not your journey. We do not forgive for the other person. We forgive for ourselves. And I know that sounds really selfish, but it's not. It's stepping up to the plate and acknowledging where we have a fault and acknowledging that we no longer need to carry the old version of ourselves into the future. What others choose to do with that is their own problem, okay? And this is also going to allow you to weed out the people that don't have a place in your life anymore, okay? So we are going to starve the obesity of guilt, and we are going to let happiness, good ideas, and opportunity sit down in our spiritual and mental table. And we are going to starve guilt and allow him to have the place to guide us into who we need to be in life, okay? You, my sweet friend, are worth so much. What you are worth is happiness, goodness, positivity. You are not worth sitting in a prison of guilt and self-deprecating thoughts. You are built more beautifully than that, and you are built goodness. You need to start to believe that, okay? So as we go forward, you need to be conscious. You start to feel those feelings of guilt come in, address them immediately. Immediately you address them. This is not your journey, okay? Identify in the room whose journey it is, and we are not going to put their rocks in our backpack, okay? So, the journaling prompt for this week. Here's your journaling prompt, sweet friends. It's two-parter. It's a two-parter. What do I feel guilty about? Write it down. And have I done the necessary things to make it right? Again, what do I feel guilty about? And have I done the necessary things to make it right? Go wild with this one. I really want to go deep with this one. I want you to journal about it. Maybe you'll have several things you feel guilty about that you can process and get through. And honestly, journaling is probably going to help you bless and release a lot easier, okay? Or talk it out with yourself. If you're driving, talk it out with yourself. Be like, okay. So for example, me, I'd be like, okay, Alexandra, here's the situation. And sometimes I talk to myself as though I'm my own best friend and how I'm going to tell her the situation. And then I just try to be objective about it. I really want you guys to get in the habit of journaling, though. What do I feel guilty about and have I done the necessary things to make it right? Here's your ending quote for the day. Guilt is a useless feeling. It's never enough to make you change direction 
Only Enough to Make You Useless by Daniel Nairi. Guilt is a useless feeling. It's never enough to make you change direction. Only enough to make you useless by Daniel Nairi. Okay, sweet friends. Bless and release that guilt. And I hope to see you here next week on Monday. You know where to find me, Giving Grace Podcast with Alexandra Hansen on Facebook and Instagram. If you would like to write in about this topic, email me about other topics. It's givinggracepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, sweet friends, have the best week. Mm-hmm.